my first beer. <laughs> chick from logistics. Things go well, I might be showing her my O face. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. Hey, the sheriff is on this. What do you say? The sheriff is near. No, got a blind thing, running. The sheriff is on this. Welcome to an all-new episode of Movie Review. I am your host, as always, Mr. BJ. With me to my left, the reboot king himself, Mr. RB. I like that. I like that. You got some, you got some, uh, I don't know, you got some magic in your voice tonight. You sound, that must have been a hell of a nap you took this afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually dreaming. That's how deep I was. (laughs) I was dreaming of movie reboots, as always. You know it. I, uh... Speaking of that, I do want to wish this coming out on Wednesday, August the 14th. I want to wish my wife a very, very happy birthday. It's a big one. It's a big one. We won't say what it is, but it's a big one. It's a big one. And I pulled off a movie type birthday. Yeah. Oh, it was a, uh, well, Disney contacted you for the the rights, didn't they? Was it Disney or Hallmark Channel? Maybe it was just starting off a Hallmark Channel. So, well, uh, this was my movie plot. My movie plot. I tricked her, told her we had to go to a work event. In the movie, Freddie Prinze Jr. is playing you. It's still better than me. I can't play myself. At least you didn't see like Seth Rogen. No, 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 no. It's gonna be. It's got to be Freddie Prinze with with this this storyline. This is written for him. So I was hanging out with you and AP in the garage. Yep. And you guys were just like, "Hey, you need to do something." What was it Friday? Yeah, Friday night. Yeah. I was like, I can't do a party. I was just like, all of her friends for what she does for a living uh live all over out of town like in indiana i didn't want to do that so i got reservations for ford her favorite restaurant foga de chow nice uh eight fifteen. I actually still haven't eaten there I, heard, I just hear amazing things about it i about fell asleep at the table <laughs> uh, that have been twice this week i've done that and, <laughs> that's a great story too and so what i did was got and i even my kids are teenage boys which means they don't want to hang out with us right no 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 so I got them involved, and I think they were excited because they got to lie to their mother. So we, and then on. That's uh, the only way you got them involved. That's right. They so, were going to lie to your mom. I mean, yes. you don't even know what the lie is. I know. Don't care. So Saturday we <laughs> went to, went and bought her gift, which I'll get to at the end here. <coughs> so I told her we had to believe it'd be at a certain time, but here's where the problem was. Steph's like, hey, can we invite uh, Luke's girlfriend? I was like, No. <laughs> Because reservations are for four. Didn't couldn't tell her. Yeah. So she's like, "Why we have to dress a certain way for?" Uh, she's been around where we work at. She's like, "You guys are so casual." Well, still, here's my th- here's my problem with this story, is that you said you're taking her to a work thing, and I'm your boss. Yeah. And my problem is that she's inviting the boys, the boys' girlfriends. Why am I paying for all these? Why does she think that our company's paying for all these people to because have I, fun? Because I, I said it was Miss Casey's party. Miss uh, Casey invited all of us to go okay. with with uh, with DP. All right. And well, everybody like that. I won't say right. his name. So. All right. All right. There we go then. So we're pulling and so we're driving downtown. 
and I have my GPS on at the end it starts showing the name I was like crap so I had to take it off my phone um, I turned the left and then I pulled up right to the valet I said happy birthday stuff she's like oh my god so we get out and this is when the movie thing happens too so I looked the valet said and I had I had a I played I played big bank Saturday night big bank if you know what that is, no, I don't. Well, you pretend like you're rich. Oh yeah, okay. It's because I had some cash in my pocket, so I went up to the valet and I said, uh, well, "What did you What did you pull up in, by the way?" Uh, her car. Her car. Okay. Yeah, it was really sad. Okay. They were really shocked. Well, for a second, I thought it was the Jeep. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." Well, I was going to because it'd been a cool ride. It was a really nice weather, but the problem was, um, I don't know if younger generations everybody can drive stick. Yeah, not me. I this in this day and age. I bet not. I bet you a quarter of these kids can. And my fancy car had already yeah. had, had a couple had a flat tire, so yeah. I couldn't take it. So yeah. I was like, "Hey, man, who wants to make twenty bucks?" He's like, "Oh, I do." I was like, "Hey," and then Steph and them kind of walked away a little bit. We got there early. Say that to Josh next time you see him. <laughs> and I said, "Hey," I said, "I have an Apple Watch back there in my backpack, so our reservations at eight eight fifteen can run around eight forty eight forty five can you make sure you have it for me? He's like, cool, no problem. So I go in to check in for the reservations. It's like 7.45, right? So mm-hmm. we're, we're early because I know the restaurant's real busy. And the girl goes, okay, we can seat you now. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Of course. That's that's really surprising on a Saturday well, night. Well, because not every, every, there were still at-will people there that were waiting to get tables. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure um, one of the pacers, older pacers, was there eating too. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, I didn't want to stare at him. But he was like he was like six ten. I can't African American. I could well, like I didn't know Derek, who it was. Derek McKee or something like that. It almost did. Yeah. Like and then um, so I go. So we're eating Foca de Chow's Brazilian restaurant where they walk around with the meat skewers and you just pick whatever meat you want. Filet mignon. They have chicken. They have bacon wrapped chicken. Okay. And then they have this huge salad bar, right? Top shelf salad bar. And so we're eating. Pass. And then all of a sudden, um, it's not actually salad. Okay. Well, it's, they had bacon up. You just go grab bacon oh, well, then I'm and cheese that. and okay. meat. Oh, man. First time I was there, I made a ham sandwich. She's like, we're paying $40 that. and you're eating ham sandwiches. I was like, dude, did you see that spread? Yeah. So I go get some fruit and set my and set my uh, plate down. I was like, hey, I need to go to the restroom. So I walk outside. My dude out there at the thing, he's like, here, bro, I got it for you right away. Walk back in because last time we were there, Steph accused him of taking her sunglasses. Yeah, I don't know if it happened or not because we've all been known to lose things. So I, I believe just, she, I believe she believes it happened. These were the Dior D I O R sunglasses. Oh, I guess they're yeah. expensive. Right so um, I walk back in and play off. I was like, "Hey, you know what those valet guys were doing?" She's like, "What they do?" I was like, "You know what they're doing?" I was like, "Here," yeah. and I hand her the Apple Watch. Nice. So did she think the gift was from you or from the valet? She knew it was Pay, for me. Payback. Payback. <laughs> so she she said that, uh, she, and she had been talking about an Apple Watch 10 minutes before that because Luke was wearing his. She goes, perfect. I'm glad you're wearing it because I was about to take it. So I got her own. Ah, but see, I got her Series 3, not Series 4. It's her birthday. I didn't cheat on her. So she's not getting Series 4. Okay. If I cheat on her Series 4. Yeah, you'd be getting the first edition of Series 5. The Series 4 is like $500. The Series 3 is down to like 220 I still don't get I, I don't know. I can't get on board with those watches. She uses it a ton because she yeah. walk, because of her walking. Yeah. And she uses like, she had a, she's used, she's had a Fitbit or whatever for like three years now. Yeah. I. She uses it all the time. I don't know. I just, I, I had a, 
when Samsung started coming out with watches, I was working for AT&T. And I was a Samsung Samsung advocate manager type thing. And yeah, but you talked about it when they yeah, first they came out. Yeah, they used to give us a, and so they gave me one of those. The Samsung Gear is what it was called. And yeah, I, I had the very first one, and I was like, Ian, all right. Ian has one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I, it lasted about a week, and I was like, all right, yeah, this is just annoying. Now. Well, if you look at me, I have no wedding ring on, no rings, yeah. no watches, no necklace, no, no earring, nothing. no bling. I don't wear jewelry. So. No bling on him. But I just want to give some time and attention to her because because of her, I'm able to do this podcast. And I went three, dinner, gift, and I didn't bother her for sex yeah. all night. I mean, I think you topped it off. Yeah. Nice cherry on top. Did you sleep on the couch? Because that would have probably... No, all of us didn't even change our clothes. We fell... <laughs> no way. I'm sorry. She took the dog for a walk. I went face down in the bed and didn't move. There you go. So, but we got an exciting show for us as always. So, but just to let you know that uh, I do care. So, yeah, that was for you, babe. I love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Steph. Now, um, I came across a few things as always. I call it the little Hollywood roundup here. Yeah. So, you have a movie you want me to watch, which is Bohemian Rhapsody. We talked about it before the show, right? Yep. I do need to see it. Have you ever seen Apocalypse Now? You know, I have. It's been a long time. I, I think I need to see that again. There's a Redux. It's called Redux. R-U-D-U-X. It's it's the one that... Um, Is it a new one? Well, it, it's a, it was their version of like they fixed the collar in it a little bit. And, oh, okay, and okay. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Because that was one of the ones I saw. I'll watch that again. Yeah. Because that's the one that I watched. Like I think I watched it a year ago. Um, because okay. you have the same setup I do. You have a sound bar. And so when you when you're home alone, you can turn that thing up, and it's oh, just yeah. amazing. Yeah, I watched Aquaman last night, and I had it cranked. Let's talk about that for a minute because both of us are big comic book fans. Yep, or comic book movie fans. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about it? Yeah, like really, I kept waiting to really want to be into it, and I like that guy. Oh yeah, Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Um, the movie was just very okay just very okay do you feel like do you feel like you're not as invested i'm not in dc movies because of all the issues they've had i mean because they didn't they haven't had a continuous pattern yeah yeah i mean really i don't think it's you know it's tough for me because if i look back to my childhood and 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 there weren't a ton of superhero movies back then but i mean there were two when i was a kid superman batman both dc absolutely loved them all of them christopher reeves michael keaton loved them all right like we were young enough to watch the reruns with uh burt ward and adam west yeah yeah and so um you know it's tough for me to see these now but i you know i it's really tough for me to i mean when i watch the avengers and you know and we just talked about it my problem with all the dc ones is that the villains i think the villains make the movies like, how many posts did you see about Thanos? A lot. Right? And and basically, he was the bad guy for, like, four years. The last DC one about the villain was um, um, the Joker in, in Dark Knight. Yeah. That's the only famous. Absolutely. I, I know there's but famous But look how villains. good that one was. Because yes. you had a good villain. These villains and all these are... Like even Wonder Woman, and that was a great movie. Yes, it was. I was just like, uh, all right. Like when it finally got down to the fight scene, I was like, oh, okay. Like it was. I mean, it was a pretty good fight scene considering. Um, but yeah, the the villain in this one was 
God, the the villain's actually his brother. Is Aquaman's brother? Mm-hmm. He's the villain, and he's because he's the king of uh, Atlantia, and he's gonna destroy the land people, all the land people, and. So I heard you could talk to fish. Yeah, he does. That's still my favorite they, thing. They answer that. Yeah, I think that's hilarious. He's but, like, well, I talk to the water. Yeah, but he does do that in this one. He does have a good rapport with the 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 leading lady in it. Um, him and her. I, I, I can't remember what her she's name is. She's beautiful, though. Yeah, she's a smoke show. But uh, but yeah, I mean, he ha- he has a good rapport with her. Um, it's kind of cool to see the backstory of how he became Aquaman. They get right into it. I mean, they... They jump right into it. See, that's what Justice League was supposed to do, was give him a little bit of an origin, yeah. so that way you know about him when he did these other movies. Yeah. But uh, again, the thing about Avengers is they already gave you origins on all of them, and, and, then, the other- and then just brought them all together, because you, so you've already seen them, mm-hmm. right? And and again, and you had great storylines with all of the villains in those. All of the villains. You know, James Spader as Ultron, um, you know, Loki. I mean, you... You really were invested in the villain as much as anything, and then you get into Thanos because Loki was working for Thanos. Yes, but and, and then you had Ultron, which you know was was the mistake creation or whatever, which kind of got off the bat. And then the only one that didn't really have a villain was obviously Civil War, um, where they kind of you know where they went after each other type of things. But you know all the all the good ones, and and to be honest, even the. Even the individual ones, the the villains in those were like you, you liked them and you were invested in them. And I just, they haven't had that yet. No. Like I was really like Superman, the the Man of Steel. Like I thought that one, like Zod, because Superman two was probably my favorite of all the ones when I was a kid. Yes, because they had Zod and mm-hmm. and the girl and the and the big ogre who didn't talk right, and and Superman had to take them all down. And I, I was invested in those. I never really got that invested in Zod in that. I didn't like the, his character in that, to be honest. I and, think he... And what, Man of Steel? Uh, yeah. I thought he was great. I, I mean, I thought he played it great, and I thought he was really good, but I, I wasn't... I don't know. It just didn't really do anything for me. Um, but but his... That was the one that very... That was the one that actually had a mission statement. We want to rebuild yeah. our people. Yeah. So if you strip that's, it, that's been the closest one. If you strip it away from everything, then that's where you look at. Okay, I mean, like we talked about before we started, Thanos wanted to. He saw what happened on Titan. Like you said downstairs, like oh, this is why I'm doing this so we can fix the ecosystem basically because the planet is destroying it. You are destroying yep. the planet; it's overpopulated yep. as it is right now. It, the the planet <sighs> is going to die. Could you and- imagine the traffic that would open up? <sighs> Cell phone towers would be open. no drop calls, no, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I think everything. they should. I think the snap when he does it, he's like half of you know the universe disappears. The worst people on Facebook disappears. Yeah, you know. Could you imagine the post would yeah. all clear up? Oh man, boy, wouldn't that be something? Yeah, well, we, we know we know some people who. Well, yeah. What if something happened to Zuckerberg and it all just crashed? Well, like, we'd have well, some people who would go into panic mode. We are not advocating for genocide. But, no, we are not. But uh, it, it raises an interesting debate of, like, and that's what that's what you get invested because in. Thanos, you really see kind of a human side. He's like, 
He's like, I'm not a monster. I this is just what has to be done. But it's based on his past, though. He told him, yeah. Titan, if you don't yep. do this, what's going to happen? Look what happened to yep. Titan. Yep. You know, he went to Gamora's planet and he fixed it, and look what happened. Yep. And Gamora, and then her planet thrived. You, like you said, no kid went hungry. So that's where it was a moral dilemma. But he was doing it for a purpose because he thought that was the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the back of my mind, still sometimes I. <laughs> I think about the world we're in. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, Thanos is going to destroy half the half the planet, right? Okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of like, all right, look at this shit. Hopefully they get those guys. Hopefully they get the right people. But I mean, you don't know, but damn. You know, it's like this you got so much crazy shit that it's happened in the news this week. It's it's very very what's called biblical. Yes. Yeah, it's uh theological for sure no uh, you, oh, absolutely. you can certainly have that debate and again we're not advocating genocide that's not what this is about it's it's an interesting debate it's an interesting that's why he's the villain he's the villain for a reason because he is going to kill billions of people but but you can almost kind of see his and side Hy- of it hydra and and winter soldier same thing yeah we're going to be able to get rid of you based on your algorithm yep so and we see you on, as a threat at a, a young threat. age coming mm-hmm. up we're going to wipe as opposed to have to fight you later we're just going to take you out early yep and that's that again that's an interesting debate i mean it's the same type of theory but it's uh it's it's an interesting one but yeah it just you know aquaman i and it's so, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really like the graphics in it. It was almost too hokey. I guess too CGI. I thought a little bit. Like you got to have it, obviously. Yeah. But I was almost just like I've been going towards yeah. more movies with like no CGI lately. Like just a normal movie well, shot do, normal. How do you find one of those? Well, we actually have a trailer for one. Oh. Um. But look we'll at, get look to that at that one. segue, folks. Yep. So, um, this one's called a middle, middle, a million little pieces. Um, this basically has your, your man in it. Charlie, uh, Jax Teller, uh, uh, Aaron, love it. Aaron Taylor Johnson. If you know who that is, he was a Quicksilver and, um, age of Ultron. Wait, Quicksilver, not Quicksilver. Um, yeah, that is Quicksilver. I'm sorry. He, he was one of the Maximoffs. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. He died. Yep, that's right. Spoiler. So, <laughs> if you haven't seen that by eight years ago, if you have not seen that, turn this off yeah. and quit listening to us. Please. Uh, but we're going to play this one real fast, so we'll be back here in a second. or whatever you have. Uh, sir, I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to give you any alcohol. Says who? The doctor that carried you onto the plane. Why are you doing this to me? Because you're my brother. And you're breaking mom and dad's hearts. Truth is, I don't need to be here. I'm not like these other people. We're all the same in here. We gotta look out for one another. I've never seen this degree of degradation in someone so young. If you were to start using again, it's more than likely that you would go into cardiac arrest immediately. Let's take a walk. How you doing? 
Some days I feel okay, others I just want to crawl up in a dark hole and die. I'm good, you're doing okay then. <laughs> as soon as you realize that there is no choice, there's a choice. I'm not an addict. I'm not an addict. You don't have the balls to face it, that's what I think. <laughs> so you do have life left in you. You can win this thing. You can't. Yeah, you can. I didn't get the release date, but I was looking at it and then um, I was just like, I, I, that looks good. Honestly, what drawn me to the movie? Billy Bob Thornton. Absolutely. He went back to some good Billy Bob there. Yeah. That was just smart. Yeah. Dick. Witty. And- <laughs> yep. Yeah. Juliet Lewis. Yep. Giovanni Ricci. Yeah. You know, that was going to actually be Luke, uh, Luke's, Luke, Luke's name. My son's Luciano. Oh, but yeah. He's going to be Giovanni. Giovanni. Or actually, that's going to be Colin's name. Um, but I decided not to do it. Hunnam looks like he has a small role in that. Yeah. Cause I you, mean, cause small but pivotal type of thing. Because you're my brother. Yeah. So I had. Mm. Um, before we get into the main topic, which is famous actors who were almost played, uh, or almost played by completely different actors, uh, on USA, if you remember USA network, they came out with the shooter, uh, based off the Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg movie, mm-hmm. um, Jason Bourne spinoff series Treadstone gets his first trailer. USA network has debuted the first trailer for Jason Bourne spinoff series Treadstone. The action thrill thriller follows a group of sleeper agents from a black ops program, uh, known as Operation Treadstone. Okay. So I saw that one uh, that's coming out. Um, and I, I was really... Because um, Shooter did really well, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I was... Uh, I've, I've heard really good things about the series, about the TV series as well. I mean, I, I like the Wahlberg movie, but uh, I, I've i heard really good things because it's, it's on USA, right? Shooter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. I haven't, and it I haven't sta- seen it, and, it, and it stars. Um, well, I actually follow him on Instagram. Um, from Cruel Intentions, Ryan Felipe. Oh, okay, that's he's right. From, he's from Delaware. Philippi. Philippi, and he's the and he's an Eagles fan. Is he? Yes. Oh, poor guy. Hey, we won a Super Bowl. Oh. I mean, we won one. We actually did. He did. Can't take it away from us. Nope. Um, here's something that we were talking about um, from Variety.com. John Amos returns for Eddie Murphy's Coming to America 2. He is returning. John Amos. Um, uh, McDowell's. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait a good. minute, my good sir. He'd have to. He'd have or to. Or they could say he died, basically. I don't know. They could have, but yeah. what phone's that? So, oh, man. Sorry. Good. Sorry. Speaking of, because we did did part of it we you know we talked a little bit about it on the mm-hmm. show at one point uh but with luke perry dying but this past week, oh yeah talk about this that. past week was the 
start of the new Beverly Hills 90210 with the original cast. So you had Jason Priestley. Wait, Tori before you say that, who's it produced by? Uh, Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth, <laughs> which I didn't know that at first. So, But I was a monster 90210 fan. Don't ever try to play trivia with me. Uh, so obviously, yeah, I've, you know, I've got to see this and it comes out tonight, uh, the next episode. Cause so they set it up, I'm trying not to give away too much, but to be honest, folks, just DVR it and watch it. It, it, it was so painful to watch and they kept going. Like I was like, I was, I kept thinking in my head, I'm like, is this a, like a one-time episode or something like that? And they're setting this up. and Like a round table? Yeah. So they don't pick up with the characters. It's not the characters. It's not Kelly Taylor. It's not Brandon Walsh. It's not Steve Sanders, You know, uh, David Silver, Donna Martin. It's not them. It's, <laughs> it's the real people. It's Jason Priestley. It's Jenny Garth. It's Tori Spelling. It's Ian Ziering. It's brian uh, brian austin green it's like so it's them and it, it, it they're going to like a 30th reunion in vegas or something like that and it's so cheesy to the point where in like jenny garth and tori spelling are checking in the the guy at the front de- and it's like this whole lobby of pictures of them and fans in there and stuff and the guy at the front desk doesn't even know who they are and i'm like okay that's really stupid and it's <laughs> It's just all about them, and it's this episode. It's about how like a lot of them don't like like Jenny Garth and Jason Priestley hate each other, and Tori Spelling and Brian Austin Green like I don't know how true this is. Like she lost her virginity. Tori Spelling lost her virginity to Brian Austin Green. Well, I have your answers. Oh, okay. So when you said this, it says how is BH nine hundred two one zero connected to the original series? It's complicated and weird. So they had to go on E, basically, or extra to explain it, but this is from ScreenRant.com. We talk about them all the time. Okay. Uh, here's how the show connects the original Beverly Hills 90210 series. The gang from West Beverly High, including Jason Presley, Priestley, Priestley Shannon Doherty, and Jenny Goth are back 19 years after the classic 90210 was canceled, but their reunion is decidedly unusual. Beverly Hills 90210 was already rebooted in 2008 on the CW. Just well, brutally, by the way. Which which several of the original cast appeared on camera as well behind the scenes. The new series ignores the 90210 reboot, yet it, 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 yet it also doesn't continue the story. It doesn't continue the story of the original series either. Rather, the actors who are executive producers took a bizarre route for the new show. They are now playing heightened and f- uh, fictionalized versions of themselves, and the drama is drawn from their real lives and relationship both with each other and with the 90s hit TV show that made them famous. Yeah. And so, so, how Jesus. It, so how it ends is that it's they, they all get a... This is so corny. So Donna gets... Or Tori Spelling gets drunk, and it's one of the dresses from the show, mm-hmm. and they're at this like display thing. And they they break the glass and they go on the run with this dress. Like they try to fly, like they have a private jet and they're flying away and then they all get arrested. And then they all go back to their homes and Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling are talking and Tori Spelling has no money. She's broke and she's trying to come up with, and her husband like apparently won't get a job and all this kind of shit. And she's sitting there talking to Jenny Garth and her kids are watching one of the old episodes 
and it hits Tori Spelling, we should redo the show. So where it's going to go is it's going to be the them, but they are going to start remaking the show with the characters. So not only are they going to play themselves fictionally, but they're going to be playing their characters again, and it's going to be the behind the scenes of recording the episodes. So it's incredibly complex. Yeah, and then that's and they won. and it's incredibly bad. They won Wednesday night. Yeah, the ratings are big. So I don't know if it'll hold the next one, I, dude. I, this, this next one better be better be something. Otherwise, they're gonna lose me, an avid fan. So like the, I still watch on Pop. I still watch the reruns. So they mixed in real life, the real life with knots the nine hundred two one zero. Yeah. Like when they they talked about her going, Shan Doherty going out of how'd she leave the show? She moved somewhere, right? Yeah, she. Uh, let's see, she Alaska? No, no, no. She like uh, England. So they to go to like an acting. So school. they did a wink at that in that episode. Then they talked yeah. about. Well, um, and they immediately. That's immediately when they brought in Tiffany Amber Theason. Yes, Ke- uh, Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. And my God, if she was hot on Saved by the Bell, she was ridiculous on Nine Two and Zero. And so, but then, and she played the character we all wanted her to play. Yes, and she she picked up right where Shannon Doherty left off because Shannon Doherty left went because it was, well, your show's not going to be shit without me. Well, they they reloaded. They they went Alabama football on them and just reloaded and got an even bigger villain because she didn't Valerie she didn't pull any punches. Like she was like, yeah, I'm a bitch. In the beginning, she tried to hide it, but then after she got busted a couple times, she was like, yeah, I'm a bitch. And she slept around. And she was really good at it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was really good. They had a lot of great. Uh, you know who was on that show? I saw like an old rerun the other day. Seth Green. Yes. Was on that show. They've had so many big names. Matthew Perry was on there when it was like one. Of, it was like one of the first two seasons. He was like a tennis star at the high school, and he was going to kill himself. And him and Brandon became friends. So he was on one episode. But Matthew Perry. As I, they they had so many big name stars that came through there, kind of before they were anything. Denise Richards was on there one time. Um, I mean, they, they they had a bunch of big names that if you look back at it now, like you're like, oh wow, they actually turned into something. It was kind of funny, <laughs> but it's 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 a brutal. Read. I'm gonna watch it now. I'm gonna give it an. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it another week. I'm gonna. But, what I'm gonna do is is get a nice little popcorn. I uh, get the wife. She liked it. She loved the show. I enjoyed the show. And then uh, we will sit down and watch that. Oh, I'm going to have to have six to eight before the show airs. Uh, I'll take take something to take the edge But off. they did make a couple references to Luke. Yeah. And they didn't say anything. So they didn't they well, didn't say anything about like how he died or like how as far as on the show, but, how they're going to say. But that might have been filmed before he died, though, do you think? No, because they said something about Luke and they they like they look at each other but they don't say anything mm. so they they know and then it was in loving memory of Luke Yeah Perry but he wouldn't even be able to do that show cuz he was already uh, he already had his own television show He was going to do it he was signed on to do it He was going to be on this new thing of 90210 <sighs> Someone has to put a stop to this <laughs> I, Again I'll I'll give it another shot but they're not just like that that remake that they did in 08 on CW I watched a couple episodes and I was like, okay. And yeah, but people don't people don't watch series anymore. No, they, they watch don't. they watch them in bulk on Netflix they don't. And or I think, Hulu yeah, or Prime. And I, and I think the only thing that they've got going for them is that 
you know, the, everybody everybody who's older now who actually does watch some TV remembers that show. But here's the problem with that. You look at Roseanne got rebooted back up with all the cat, and that thing was garbage. Murphy Brown, uh, Fuller House, actually. That took it by storm for a minute, but I haven't heard anything more about it. I think they're still going with it, aren't they? I think they're, yeah. They, it's like they three did. or four seasons now? Yeah, I, I watched one episode, and I was like, I was like, this is cheesy. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm done. Yeah, and that's, uh, so, I mean, they've got that, but this is not going to be a long-term fix. I, I can tell you that right now. Speaking of uh, cancellations here, Fox movie scrapped forever after Disney's big takeover. I was reading through this and I was looking um, um, through some of the things that they're canceling. Bob Iger, Disney CEO, who's basically runs the world, uh, said he plans to take Fox in a new direction with an all-new development slate that will focus on select group of properties. But the decision to punish upcoming movies for Fox's previous failings have been Seen as cynical by some, especially with the news that Disney is playing in a Home Alone reboot because nothing is sacred. Oh, did you see the picture? All right, you don't have Twitter. Macaulay Calkin posted a picture of himself. Yeah. And it was hilarious. He's like, Home Alone reboot. And he was like sticking his stomach out, of had him, a headband oh, on. Of him now? Basically just pissed on it, yeah. Nice. Thank you for that. He's a podcaster too, by the way. I'm sure he is. I'll, I'll bet you it's actually probably interesting. They said, still safe for the Avatar sequels, the Planet of the Apes series, and everything under Fox Searchlight. Of uh, the 246 movies in development of Fox, here's some real gems we may never get to see. Uh, ben Affleck planned to tell the, the bizarre true story of an ex-cop turned McDonald's security guard who stole the winning <laughs> McDonald's Monopoly tickets to sell to the highest bidder. That's hilarious. Son of a bitch, I want to see that movie. Uh, Affleck likely would, ha- would have starred too alongside Matt Damon, but now we'll never know. I need to see that movie. Uh, Flash Gordon remake. Uh, the director really? from Thor Ragnarok. Um, Taiki Watiti. I, I know I'm saying it wrong. Please, no, please, exactly please don't right. tweet at me and say I'm saying it wrong. Also on the cards, given uh, his picture for humor, that's a real loss. According to the growing canon of Stephen King adaptations to Boogeyman announced in 2018 with A Quiet's Place, Scott Beck and Brian Woods have also been canceled. Instead, you would be satisfied with the 1982 or t- 2010 remake. Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is being killed. And one of this one was funny, though. Uh the Return of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space in 3D, a sequel to the classic horror comedy from 1988, has been canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, two prequels were in development, and that we're likely never going to see now, for better or worse, are Die Hard. Oh. Uh, Pinocchio, titled uh, McLean and... Uh, McLean and Holly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, so it was going to be... No, it was just McLean. Oh, okay. And then Pinocchio was titled the three... How are you going to do that? The three misfortunes of... They would have. Uh, uh, You'd have to have somebody else playing him. I assume you can't have Bruce Willis playing that. I don't know if this is true, but now nah, I'm so happy. I just found something that's going to make you angry. Oh, I try to do it per episode, and it's not even me doing it. This is Hollywood. Say it's going to be like Caddyshack or something, and I'm off the air forever. There was an untitled prequel in the in the works. You know, you know what movie it was based off? No. Sandlot. <laughs> Bum, bum, they, bum, bum. they did the prequel. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, you, wait, wait. Yeah, it was. It, it was a. It was a. It was a. He told it as an adult. That is uh, basically. Yeah, it's. What are they gonna do? Go back to prequel when their parents are having sex? Yeah, I was gonna say we watched the insertion or. Uh, I mean, because uh, who's the um, 
Oh, man. Field of Dreams. Uh, what is his name? Ray Kinsella? Earl. Uh, James Earl Jones? Yeah. Like, what is it? His prequel life? Yeah. God. Is and you it, said that one got canceled or that's... It's canceled. Okay. God. All right. Thank you. Because I was sad enough to hear when they well, even just made a Sandlot 2. Well, the good thing is Assassin's Creed 2 is canceled. All right. I'm in uh, So far, I haven't heard anything devastating. Also, not worth, except for the Ben Affleck thing, because yeah. it was original adaptation. Yeah. I would uh, also, not worth weeping over the live action adaptation of Magic the Gathering. Is that like Magic Mike? Uh, no, it's the card game. Hmm. You never heard of Magic the Gathering? No. It's a game? We'll talk off air. Right. I don't have enough time. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't get out much. <laughs> I'm done. I guess. <laughs> Magic the card, magic the game. What do you say? Magic the Gathering. It's the cards where people were, were, were. I played with my cousin York. Um, so basically, your cards have certain power points. <laughs> I'm out already, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know pretty much. I really wish I had to pee right now so you could keep so, selling these. Stories. So, uh, so do you drink during this game? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was waiting for that. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's, wait, if I play this card, how many drink? How many shots you have to do? At, at some point in time, uh, somebody we, uh, we, it. we don't uh, we don't drink during this game. You can't do that. You have to be all focused. Uh, I felt like an ass last night when he's giving us the wine list. I'm like, sir, I don't drink, and says so like, no, I don't drink. And then after the bill, I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> yeah, you're glad you didn't invite our B. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dude, you got this. Yeah, I'm gonna need a keg. So happy uh, birthday. Yeah. So what we have here this this is some of the. I did this. Yeah, RB brought this up, and this was something we've talked about before. We just lost some listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this is an RB show? So this All up, right, we're out. So BJ didn't produce this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, these famous actors' roles were almost played by completely different actors. So we're going to jump right into it. This is one I didn't... I kind of heard about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio playing Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights. Wow. Because I think... I think everybody can kind of agree that's the one that per put Wahlberg on the map. Yeah, he said um, the director, um, Paul Thomas Anderson, wanted DiCaprio to start in Boogie Nights. DiCaprio turned it down to appear in Titanic. God, I, but, I but, think he made the right call. But he recommended his friend and Basketball Diaries co-star Mark Wahlberg. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. He said he regretted turning down the role Boogie Nights. Uh, is a movie I love. I wish I would have done. When asked if he reversed the decision, if he could, DiCaprio said, I'm not saying saying that I would have, but it would have been a, a different direction career-wise, I think. Both are great, and I wish I could have done both of them. God, look at that next paragraph, though. DiCaprio, no, no. I'm sorry. DiCaprio was offered $20 million to play Patrick Bateman in American Psycho, who obviously became, it was Christian Bale. That's right. And played it to a T. If you're not freaked out watching that movie... Then something's wrong with you, but that's interesting if that would have been DiCaprio playing that one. So he actually filmed the beach instead of that. Wow. That's what, it, that was just on the other night. What like, happened was, was Oliver Stone replaced Harmon, the director, and then DiCaprio and Stone could not get on the same page. So they brought Harmon back, returned the project. Because Bell was, Bell was their, um, she, she was Bell's pick to play, and then Stone took over the project, and that's where. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
All right. This that would have been interesting. I've never heard this one. Have you? I have not. Al, Al Pacino, Han Solo, and Star Wars. I don't... Uh, played by... Eventually played by Harrison Ford. I just... I. Boy, I don't see that one at all. I just... I, I've never seen Pacino play a role... Wookiees. Woo-ah! Yeah. Woo-ah! <laughs> Chewy, uh, hit that... Uh, hit that fucking button. <laughs> like, I'm... I uh, no, I I don't see that but one at all. During an evening with uh, Pacino, which I, God, I'd love to go to that event in 2013, yeah. the actor revealed that he could have played the iconic role of Han Solo in Star Wars franchise. It was mine for the taking, but I didn't understand the script. <laughs> So uh, we're in uh, outer space. Wait a minute. Uh, hyperdrive? Is that what I have to say? I have to say hyperdrive. So I- a dog's my co-star? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that uh, that would not have turned out well. George, I, George I, Lucas, like, just go. Yes. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, Here's another hey, thing. Al Pacino uh, revealed that he turned down the roles in Apocalypse Now and Pretty Woman, eventually played by Marlon Brando and Richard Gere, respectively. Gosh. Sorry, I don't see Pacino playing in Pretty Woman either. <laughs> I, I don't see that. Yeah, how much? Uh, how much for Blumpkin? Yeah, I don't understand the script. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Wait, I fall in love with a hooker. Hold uh, on, I don't I get don't it. Know. Well, I don't know. He did do well in any given Sunday with uh, the girl from Showgirls, Elizabeth uh, Berkeley. Yeah, from uh, Say Bye Bell. I know him, but yeah, I think he was just mostly drunk. I don't know if he necessarily was actually in love with the hooker. But well, but then, yeah, this that 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 loves. <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep picturing him and Julia Roberts. It's just I don't I don't see it. And I we're just stereotyping. You out we, of order? We are. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. The best. Wow, well, God, I can't say the best Al Pacino, but still one of my favorites is Scent of a Woman. Well, I, he is such an asshole in that movie. It's but fantastic. Richard Gere plays this smug, rich guy. Yeah. And he and he's. I finally watched the movie all the way through. Like, like, woman? like six months ago. Pretty woman? Yeah. <laughs> so, and... He plays a rich guy very well. Yeah, he does. He does a great job in it. Yeah. Uh, next one is Marilyn Monroe, uh, Holly, go, go lightly in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, wow. Ended up being played by Audrey Hepburn. Boy, that's a big time role. Wow. Truman um, Capote, the author of Breakfast at Tiffany, won Marilyn Monroe to play Holly, but Monroe turned it down because she was warned that portraying Holly might... Be bad for her image. All right. Next one is uh, I, wow. Denzel Washington, Detective David Mills, and Seven, obviously played by Brad Pitt. Yep. So Early, wait, you would have had him. You would have had Denzel and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Early wow. screenplays of the David Fincher film were written with Denzel Washington in mind. A 2012 inter- interview with GQ. The actor revealed that he regretted not accepting the role. Washington also said he regrets turning down the lead in Michael Clayton. Oh, wow. Uh, Played which was by uh, George Clooney. Clooney, yeah. Uh, earned an Oscar nomination. Wow. He got an Oscar nomination for Michael Clayton? Mm-hmm. Huh. Next one was... Next one... you had. This ne- has been the closest I could actually see. Yeah, because... Yeah, Tom Selleck, uh, Indiana Jones, played obviously by Harrison Ford. And he was... And... and Take nothing away. Harrison Ford is in the engine and and played it incredibly well. Boy, I would have liked to have seen me a little Selleck, but stash or no stash for Indiana Jones? Do you give Do you give Indiana Jones a stash? No, I don't think you can. But and the story behind this was after watching Ford and Star Wars director Steven Spielberg wanted Ford to play 
Indiana Jones with George Lucas, who served as executive producer for Raiders of the Lost Ark, didn't want the cast for another one of his projects. Yeah. Uh, Selleck was chosen to play Jones, but he had to drop out because of his obligations for Magnum P.I., so Lucas re- relented and Ford was cast. Hmm. Right. Now, this is one Harrison Ford skipped. Harrison Ford, uh, Alan Grant, and Jurassic Park. He would have been great. Steven Spielberg and Ford worked together for Indiana Jones films, but uh, Spielberg offered the role of Dr. Alan Grant to Ford, but he declined. Wow. Wonder, a, wonder how long he would have hung on in that franchise, too. Oh, man. But uh, but yeah, I I could have seen him play that. I, I guarantee, and it was a monster. I, can't, I, I don't think he's the right fit for that movie. No? No. You know, the only one, I, well, let's see, I saw the first one, but then I've only really watched the Pratt ones after. Yes. I've seen all the Jurassic Parks. Have you? My wife is an avid one. Happy birthday, babe. Uh, avid fan. fan oh, so we're doing that? <laughs> we don't, We have to have some kind of running gig. I got you. Now, this one right here, I can I can see a young Johnny Depp playing this. Uh, Johnny Depp, Ferris Bueller, and Ferris Bueller's yep, Day I, Off. I heard about this. Uh, and that, Yeah, that's a... Uh, Played by Matthew Broderick. Yep. Was reportedly being considered to play Ferris, a high schooler who fiends of illness and hang out. But director John Hughes has claimed that he wrote this script with Broderick in mind. Other actors, including Jim Carrey and Tom Cruise, were also considered. I'd heard the Tom Cruise one. Well, you see, and then people are wondering. I hadn't heard Jim Carrey. And people are wondering, and, and for people who don't know how this works, right? So directors write certain movies with people in mind, but sometimes because of contracts and because of other obligations, um, they're not able to do the movies. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. plus, some people want star power, or you're not going to get financing for your movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they got it right. I could have, I could have actually seen Johnny Depp pull that off, though. Um, this one. I don't know how I feel about this. This one, one I want to take a second on because I did just watch another movie this past week and it had Angela Bassett in it. A huge Angela Bassett fan. I love it. I'm not Bassett. anymore because her roles suck. They make her garbage. I love Angela Bassett. They make her her role every role she plays the bitchy power tripping like congresswoman, senator, something. So she's a director like in the CIA in this movie I saw. I saw Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. And she's like this. And she, and of course she ends up, I guess, somehow in the end turns out good. I don't know. But it seems like all of her characters now are the same. It's and, the same. And, and that's ironic because Angela Bassett turned down the role of Leticia in Monsters Ball because she found the past stereotypical and demeaning. She said Newsweek, I wasn't going to be a prostitute, though the role is not literally that of a prostitute on film. I couldn't do it because it's such a stereotype about black women and sexuality. She don't play anything sexual anymore. Like, none of her roles I see her in anymore is anything Well, she said that role was, but at the very bottom, Barry became the first African-American actress to win an Oscar for that award and one of the most viewed scenes on X videos. Yeah, yeah. Burt Reynolds, Garrett Breelove in terms of endearment, but eventually played by Jack Nicholson. Huh. Well. Uh, the part of Garrett Breelove. Those are two, like, yeah. I, I could see either, but Jack is Jack. It I was written for Reynolds, but he turned it down. Jack ended up winning the Best Supporting Actor for the role. Reynolds, who had never won an Oscar, told Business Decider that it's the acting decisions he regrets the most. 
Uh, I regret this most of all because it, it's real acting part. He said, I wish I could have done it. And thinking back now, it was a really stupid decision, but I made a lot of stupid decisions that period. Uh, it might be my stupidest. He also turned down opportunities to play the first American James Bond and Han Solo. He turned down Han Solo and James Bond. Wait. Really? Burt Reynolds? Burt Reynolds. Uh, yeah, he said he also turned down the opportunities to play the first American James Bond in Han Solo. Well, I don't know. I could have seen him play. Maybe Bond, but I, I don't know if I could have seen him play Solo. Well, because, I don't care what you say because all that runs through my mind when I think Burt Reynolds and like playing different characters is, um, God, what's his name on Saturday Night Live playing him? Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald playing him. But if, <laughs> watching him on Jeopardy. But if you go, I know. But if you go back to Deliverance when he yeah. plays a serious actor, so yeah. you know that he can. Well, and then even you look at the Longest Yard, the original yep, the Longest Yard. Absolutely. He he was very good in that too. So yeah, I guess I maybe could have seen it in that time frame. This one I'd like. This one is weird. Nicholas Cage as. Aragorn in the Lord of the Rings, which was a obviously a three trilogy monster. Yeah, legendary. Played by uh, Vigo Mortensen, who I love. Okay. Interviewed with Newsweek, Nicholas Cage revealed that he turned down the role of it, the Lord of the Rings series, because of the commitment involved. There were different things. There was different things. Uh, there was different things going on in my life at the time that precluded yeah, me from say, being able to travel. Say it more high. Be able to get away from home for three years. But he also added, no, he doesn't I mean, regret it because he gets to enjoy the series as a fan. Yeah. Uh, you you know, know, he does 20 movies a year, he said. He's done 40 movies in two years. I just saw that. Like, if you IMBD Where was that? Him, well, who was talking about that? I don't know, but IMBD him, and you're like, dude, he's not. Like, everybody talks about him hurting for work, but I know he, what was a couple years ago, he did like, bankruptcy and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Probably got to do that just to stay afloat, but the movies he's making are just garbage. There's some that are, like, one that's good. Yeah, but you don't know because. It came out in the middle of 20 of them. So you yeah. don't know which one. Like, And I'm not going to go. I'm not a big enough Nicolas Cage fan to say I'm going to go see all these Nicolas Cage movies. It ain't going to happen. This is Christopher Plummer, Gandalf and the Lord of the Rings. So I saw another one. And I don't know if it's going to be on here. Uh-huh. Because it's obviously Ian McKellen, who is. Uh, uh, what's his name from X-Men? Mag. What's his name? What's the, his bad guy's name in X-Men? Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. So he plays Magneto. That's how I always remember who that guy is. But I saw one also. Sean Connery turned down that role, too. Sean Connery also turned down the role because he didn't understand the Lord of the Rings series for yeah. scripts. There it is. Oh, it is on there. I didn't, is, I didn't understand it. <laughs> I should have read. My bad. This one, I don't care who made this movie. I didn't like it. Joey Roberts, Lee Ann, and The Blind Side. I'm glad she turned it down because I liked julie roberts and i like sandra bullock i mean i do eh, but i just eh, don't like that movie yeah i'm 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 so on the fence about sandra bullock it's like tosh said now he drives through uh the inner city and then he asks black kids so he can time their 40s yeah. if they're good he, he get <laughs> in the car that's one of the best ones yeah um joey roberts probably didn't have interest in the script when she received her passing led to bullock taking the park after some initial reservations, she ended up taking home the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. No, for Best Actress. For Best Actress, I'm sorry. This one's hilarious. This one's not even... This is a no-brainer that... John Travolta turned down Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump. Obviously played by iconic Tom Hanks. <laughs> I like... The, fir the first sentence says, John Travolta reportedly turned down the titular... Yep. What the fuck? 
role in Forrest Gump and later and, and later regretted the decision. Really? Chevy Chase <laughs> and Bill Murray both turned down the part as well. Hanks won a second best actor. Wait, Oscar. Chevy Chase and mm-hmm. Bill Murray and John Travolta playing playing Forrest but Gump. Did you ever watch Entourage? Yeah. It, it, that's why a lot of this makes sense. Like, oh, I heard they might have Bill Murray play the part. Oh, really? We'll see if you can get me a read for the part. So people just, uh, I wonder how. Yeah, how, tr- how close these actually were. Yeah. This one I couldn't see either. I I don't. I don't know. Tom Hanks has played everything. Uh, he, he, Tom, yeah. Tom oh, Hanks. Let's be real. If he played this, and, and what this is right here, folks, is Tom Hanks uh, in Jerry Maguire. Um, and, and let's, let's be real. If Hanksy plays that, he nails it. And Cameron Crow wrote this for Hanks. Hmm. Imagine Tom Hanks shouting, show me the money. And this is funny, but he was busy directing his first feature film. Oh, uh, the thing, thing you, you do. do and oh. the part went to Cruz instead. Huh? That's right. They picked Tom uh, Hanks over Cruz law dog. Wow. Uh, no one cares about this. Nope. Dana Delaney, Carrie Brash on the Sex in the City. But I will read it, though. Uh, played by Sarah Jessica Parker, Matthew Broderick's wife. Uh, Carrie Bradshaw taught fans fashion romance over the course of six seasons to feature films. But Sarah Parker almost didn't play uh, Sex in the City narrator. Desperate Housewife's Dana Delaney wrote that she passed on the part during uh, an appearance on Today. This is a tough one right here, too. Jack Nicholson turned down Michael Corleone in The Godfather. Uh, eventually played by Al Pacino, which... <sighs> Jack was first offered the part in an interview with Movie Line. The actor said he passed because back then, I believe that Indians should play Indians and Italians should play Italians. Wow. And that's what they want now. Wow. I mean, honestly, is it not? But that's why he turned down what turns out to be one of the most iconic movies in history. Because he wanted to be iconic. And I'll bet you if you were to ask Jack today, do you regret turning that down? I'd be like, No. Indians are supposed to play Indians, and Italians should play that. Like he, he would still have the exact same stance yep. as he did. I believe that. Uh, Bette Miller, sister Mary Clarence, and sister act played by Whoopi Goldberg. One of my favorite, my uh, pops and mom's favorite movie. They it's a great movie. Uh, uh, yeah. After the characters was originally written for Bette Midler, she ended up not accepting because she was worried that her fans wouldn't want to see her playing a nun. She what? She was playing a fake nun. She was in the yeah. She was in the witness protection. Program. That, that's a dumb. That's a dumb statement. Not saying she said it. Thomas Jane turned down Don Draper and Mad Men. I know that's a movie. Uh, that's a shame. TV I, show. I, I love me some uh, Thomas Jane. So that's that's a shame. If he actually let's uh, see, yeah was uh, almost played. Ham told Mark Maron AMC wanted Jane on the show, but the network was told that he does not do television. Jane went on to star in HBO's Hung. Another TV series. So, hmm. uh, Anne Hathaway, Silver Linings Playbook. Thank God. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I think either one would have been great. Nope. Got it right. No, I'm saying they didn't get it right, but I'm saying is these the both of them have great range. They really do. I, I I just can't get on board with Anne Hathaway. I don't know why. No, I know. No, I'm not disagreeing with that. But what I'm saying is they both have great range. They both have they been both have done several different types. And they of both movies. have been acclaimed. I mean, because she did Silver Lines Playbook, but she said Playboy. <laughs> I know, but but Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> seems like someone. And if you listen to her real life, it sounds like she might be a little crazy. 
um, because she played in sex, love, and um, other drugs, and she played yeah. a very dramatic part too. So. Yeah, because she was dying, I believe, or something like that. Oh my god! What did I spoil it? No. What? Just I'm, I'll here. I read it. Um, Harvey Weinstein told Howard. Jesus Christ. Harvey Weinstein told Howard Stern Anne Hathaway it was his choice for Silver Lines Playbook, but she probably wouldn't blow the piece of fat shit. Yep. Uh, she was marvelous and wonderful, and she was my choice. I love her. We had Annie. Really? Annie. Annie, and then we had Mark Wahlberg, and then and then uh, whatever happened, happened. I, I think Wahlberg could have played that. Yeah, maybe. Um, that'd be the second Philadelphia Eagles movie, because he played Invincible yeah. and then that one. Yeah. He also had a director, David O. Russell. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I mean, it would have been his second, but he's still a Boston guy. Boston, Boston, whereas Wal or uh, Cooper is actually from Philadelphia. Yes, so yep. I think they got uh, that right. David and Ann had some creative differences; they didn't see eye to eye. Uh, that the scheduling Dark conflicts Night with Halfway to the Dark Knight Rises prohibited her from. Hell, she still did Dark Knight Rises with Christopher Nolan, so yep. it's not like she missed out on a whole lot. Matrick Broderick was supposed to play Walter White in Breaking Bad, but ended up playing by the most Brian Cranston's all over the place. Yep, very underrated. Uh, Breaking Bad creator Vince Gilligan wanted Cranston to play Walter White, the chemistry teacher turned meth maker, but executives at AMC were going for film star Matthew Broderick. A first fame uh, was thrown as an option, but he passed. John Cusack. Yeah, that doesn't was, say if he was actually offered it or turned it down. Like I want to see the ones where they. Actually, no, he passed it. He passed. Yeah, but I want to see it. Like I, I guess with that one, I almost don't care because I want to hear what why Matthew Broderick turned it down. Well, that's this goes back to exactly what we we're saying. The executives at AMC were gunning for a f- for a film star. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but how many film stars? Yeah, sorry, I, we wanted Tom Hanks to play in AMC. We wanted him to play. Matthew Broderick <laughs> was not a film star. He, no. I mean, yeah, he didn't do that many. Project his, X. His wife was a lot more famous than he was at this time. As that far time. as acting, yeah, yeah, he was. But he's big on uh, what Broadway and. He, I don't think he did too many. He didn't do much. Yeah, TV. he was doing the producers on Broadway yeah. with Nathan Lane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Cusack was also reported reported considered. That would have been brutal. I love Cusack. Well, I do too, but actually, I just I don't like him for that role. No, this one's interesting. I like Cusack as a depressed man. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise as Ren McCormick and Footloose. Thank God it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. With oh, I listened to his, oh, I listened because to, of his involvement in all the right moves, he couldn't do the film. I was I listened to a story about his haircut for that film. They brought in like a stylist from Hollywood. It was like a thousand dollar haircut to look like that. Really? He was, he was he was so like. I guarantee you could gone that great clips and got that for seventeen. And that's kind of what he was saying. Yeah, I love Kevin Bacon. I do too. Uh, casting uh, for Footloose, which uh, he couldn't do it because he's doing all the right moves. Yeah, which was a great movie. Rob Lowe also auditioned three times for the part. But an injury prevented him from taking the gig. Wow. Whoa. This is interesting. Paul Giamatti as Michael Scott in The Office. Eventually played by Steve Carell. Wow. Uh, president of NBC recommended Paul Giamatti for the role. He passed, and Carell's career took off. So he just it just says he passed. Hmm. Yeah, but they're offering so many things. Like, hey, we got this. Yeah. Because what happens is when we see this, like, wow, it's a monster movie, and they passed on it. But I think it's one of those things where, like, Paul Giamatti, uh, I think he could have been good in it. 
Yeah, I, I think he could have too. Because this is not the original office, obviously. Yeah. Well, that's what I, you know, I was always very curious when Steve Carell did leave the show, and I remember how intriguing it was. Um, because you remember who they got for a couple episodes to fill in for. There's a bunch of people, weren't there? Well, there were a bunch of people who interviewed for it, like Ray Romano, Jim Carrey, um, Spader. Wasn't it Will Ferrell? It was Will Ferrell yes. who ended up getting it, but he only lasted like four episodes or something like that, and he had like a nervous breakdown and then left. Um, and then that was when Spader came in. And ah. the show was just never the same. It, it well, then they also brought in Kathy Bates a lot too, because she actually Bates, she, she bought the company, yeah, right? Game Saber. She bought so then she had a lot of uh, a lot of cameos, but it's kind of uh, yeah. I mean, they tried as much as they could. Um, they did the finale the right way, which was really cool. Um, it it just it just wasn't the same after he left. Um, no matter who, and then. They made Ed Helms like the regional manager, and it was like, okay. Like, the only thing that was carrying it was the fact that you, you had Jim and Dwight. Yeah, and then I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy Jim at the last two, three seasons. No, they, they, they didn't do him any favors, his character, because he was working in Philadelphia. Because I watched a uh, YouTube thing, Why Jim is Really a Dick. Yeah. And after I explained yeah, I know, it. Yeah, you, you've told me about that. Uh, Molly Ringwald as Vivian and Pretty Woman. At that time, I could see it because Molly Ringwong was what an eighty-seven. Yeah, she was. She was all over everything. Hmm. Uh, oh Mo wow! Molly Ringwong had looked at an early script for Pretty Woman and turned it down. And it read it AMA. AMA. The actress said she doesn't regret it. Yeah, Joy. She's right. Joy Roberts. What plays uh, plays the movie? Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Daryl Hannah was also considered uh, considered for Pretty Wait, Woman. Wait, that just kind of tells you that they weren't expecting that movie to be as big as it turned out to be. That's what that tells me. Because both the leading parts, big big name people turned down to end up with Richard Gere and Julia Roberts, and for that to be such a big movie tells you that i don't think the expectations were real high on pretty woman and it, it also tells you that that you have to have the right chemistry too yeah um ray leota as tony soprano on the sopranos that would have been interesting uh after portraying henry hill and martin scorsese's goodfellas leota was a top choice to play tony soprano on hbo's the sopranos he wanted to focus on his film career instead of tv so he turned it down and most people are going to say that's oh. a legit reason and, and most people say, well, you can never pull it off. But the only problem I would have had with that is because I would have kept going back to Henry Hill as I watch it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Probably a little bit. I'm sure it probably would have been very similar. A lot of the character traits and things like that. But like, Leota is great. I think he would have been a great Tony Soprano. Except for his Chantix commercials. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. No, I'm okay with that, actually. This is interesting. <laughs> This is interesting. He could. I. I think. I. I don't think he could have played it because Fonzie was a tough guy. Yeah, uh, but Henry Zuko Winkler. was supposed to be, but yeah, it's Henry Winkler, the Fonz, as Danny Zuko in Greece. Huh. Leader of the T Birds. Uh, Fonzie and Danny. They were similar. Uh, so I mean, as far That's as why wearing the black leather jackets and he passed, so he didn't want to be a uh, typecast. typecast That's yeah. good. Yeah, well, it didn't really work out, but okay. This one they got right. This one I've seen many, many times though, like on the the list that I've seen as well. That that Will Smith turned down the role uh, of Django in Django Unchained. That he was the guy, and then he didn't get the air that he turned it down. Um. 
to me it was a perfect story as you could ever want a guy learns how to kill retrieve his wife and uh let's see said they just couldn't see it was just that quentin and i couldn't see eye to eye smith wanted to be about love and not vengeance well and then i also did see something that he turned it down also partially because dicaprio was in it and a couple other big name stars he and they, they were like will smith does not like to share the screen with other big names What's 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 a movie that Will Smith has been in with other big name actors? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. In what? Oh, Men in Black. Yep. Wild Wild West. Who was a big name in that? Uh, Kevin Klein was a big name at that time. He was yes. Oh, I, I guess I wouldn't consider him like a DiCaprio big or anything like that. Like he'd been in some stuff, but I I don't think he was ever threatened. Like Will Smith would have ever been threatened by not by him not being overpowering to Kevin Klein. I think he could have seen himself getting overshadowed by Leonardo DiCaprio. But yeah, that, but that's an interesting one. When, when they said never, that, I started I've thinking never, movies that he's been in with big names. Yeah, but how, yeah, but also think about this: though, how many other big name actors? I mean, it just kind of just started now where you see a lot more big cast together, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because most time you have either two people together or or a lot of because yeah. well, I think Will Smith still from I mean look look at Stallone did he share the screen with a lot of big names no now Schwarzenegger now, now he does, does. Schwarzenegger no Chuck Norris no mm-hmm. so it's almost like he's from that old school eighties yeah. type yeah. yeah I agree with what you're saying for a certain point yeah no uh, it just it just made me think but I mean obviously you can do that with a lot of names but. If you look at Jean Claude Van Damme, yeah, but if you look at like Hanksy or I mean, I don't know, does Hanksy do too many movies with big name? Yeah, he does, and he still dominates. Yeah, you know, um, I think Smith should have really said it. Is I think it was the language in the movie, honestly, because he, I think he. Let me think about it. He does not curse a lot in his movies. Yeah, I think he has a certain... Yeah. If he would have made that, I think he would have won an Oscar for that because he stepped out of his comfort zone to make yeah. that movie. Yep. Jamie Foxx was great, though. He was. Uh, Eric Stoltz as Martin McFly in Back to the Future. Nope. That, not even want to talk about that one. Why? Because that's a no-brainer. It's always Michael J. Fox. Mm. Stoltz probably could have... He, he could have played it. But look, could, though. Look how much they... I, I know. It's that's freaky. A, that's, I'm not saying anything about his acting, but I'm like, yeah. is, it, is he really him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Michael J. Fox was the first choice. Uh, but he's filming Family Ties, and he didn't know if he'd be able to I do it. You. Yeah. But yeah, they actually... Uh, as a director cast Eric Stoltz, but after five weeks of filming, uh, the director made a decision to recast. Eric's a really good... Uh, actor i made decisions oh. to put him in the movie but it turned out his instincts and the type of the comedy we we're doing weren't really uh gelling so yeah he was actually going to be anybody's fired he wasn't it yeah it's not that one's weird because that's the first one that he wasn't he didn't turn the role down in an iconic movie he was asked to leave yeah he was like hey could you uh get your stuff here's your check alec baldwin mr big and sex in the city Either way, they could have won that. Does yeah. This one's interesting. Hugh Jackman, James Bond. I've heard this before. I, I, I yeah, I just read that one today. Uh, that he so and, the, and I don't know what it says on there, but I I had heard that he had turned that down because he didn't because he was doing Wolverine and because he knew that the X Men series was going to go long, he didn't want to get bogged down into lengthy series. Mm-hmm. 
And if he did well at Bond, obviously that could turn into how many Bond movies. And then Wolverine, how many they end up making? 14, 15, 20, 100? So many X-Men movies. So speaking of that, um, so when when they re- when Fox redid the X-Men, like First Class, mm-hmm. the director wanted um, Tom Hardy to play a young Wolverine. But they actually used Hugh Jackman, if you remember when he went yeah. back in time. Yeah. Yeah, just in that one. God, Tom Hardy is Wolverine. I can see that. Actually, yeah. I just watched Venom again the other night too. It, boy, I watched a lot of shit this week. He had a, well, I did. really had nothing to do this week. <laughs> really couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, but uh, Jackman says that now he would consider uh, seriously consider playing Bond. Whitney Houston, Sandra Huxtable on the Cosby Show. Boy, Sandra Huxtable was a. She was like the fifth character on that show. Like, you're not going to get Whitney Houston to do that. You got to think of the time frame. I know, but still, she was big at this time frame of the Huxtables in the 80s. Whitney Houston was big in the 80s. Before she was a Grammy-winning artist, Houston was cast as the oldest daughter on the Cosby show. But she just decided not to sign a contract. Houston wanted to focus on her singing career. Yeah. So she, well, I don't think she was as big as, as maybe she, at that, maybe at the beginning of it, I guess, early, early eighties, but by the end of the eighties, like there's no way you're getting her. By the time we get in, you know, this age, everything blends yeah. together. That's a good point. Um, so we have a couple other ones here real fast. Some of them might repeat some of my knots. Um, yeah, Burt so, Reynolds turned down bond. We covered that DiCaprio and Brokeback mountain. Yep. And Pitt. DiCaprio and Pitt. In Brokeback Mountain. And Mark Wahlberg turned it down, too. Oh, interesting. John Lithgow as Batman? Yep. Wow. Obviously, the original with Michael Keaton as and the, Jack. Josh Lithgow as the Joker. The Joker. Yep. Wow. I don't... I mean, it's tough to think of anybody else even remotely playing the Joker in that he was great in ricochet if you ever watched the Denzel Washington movie John Lithgow yeah no because he Lith- always played the comic he was Harry and Henderson yeah and he's on yeah. there in prison killing Jesse Ventura yeah no it, that, I, it's interesting uh we have Emma I Watson La La Land earlier obviously and then it went to Emma Stone yeah I saw that one there, here's the one I think this is the same list I looked at earlier Sean Connery turned down uh Gandalf in uh, Lord of the Rings, I don't understand the I, script. I can absolutely hear him saying that. So are we? Uh, are we in? Are, are we in the mountains? <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Is this what cave is this? So uh, is it like Highlander? Do I get a sword? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, my best shot. This is I got. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, Christina Applegate, Legally Blonde. I would have watched it if she was in it. Yep. Yep. Love me some Christina. And the, Sorry. She, she was afraid of a typecasting. Uh, thing in that as well. If I if I read that right, uh, she says I got scared of repeating myself. Yeah. Uh, Christina Reel in 2015. What a stupid move that was. Yeah. We've already went over Travolta, Forrest Gump, Warren Beatty, and Kill Bill. Huh? I think he was better. I do too. Actually. Even though he hung himself with a belt. Yeah. But that was on accident, though. Yeah. 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 Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, Will Smith in the Matrix. Yes, I've Turned heard down Neo. Heard that a million times. Yep. Really, I hadn't heard that one. Yep. Wow. Okay. That would have been interesting. Uh, Julia Roberts, Shakespeare in Love. Never watched it, so okay. I don't give a shit who played it. Not at all. 
This one's interesting. Nick. I love Nicholas Cage, the wrestler. Wow, over uh, Mickey Rourke, uh, Darren Onoski's. Well, hmm. I don't know. Randy the Ram Rod. So Robinson. because Rourke was not a position at the box office, so that's yeah. what they did him. But after accepting a part, Cage has second thoughts. The character is a wrestler who's in the uh, trouble because of steroids. Uh, Nicholas Cage is. Yeah. I love huh. that movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was. Marissa Tomei. Oh yeah. Anything she's. In that was kind of back movie. her comeback, wasn't it? Yeah, I think a little bit. Yeah. Um, here's twelve iconic movie roles that famous actors turned down. Um, another one is Matt Damon in Avatar. I love. Yeah. But but re, the, um, but I read this one right here. Um, Eminem. Yeah. Was the first choice to play somebody in there? Yeah, uh, th- that one right there, Elysium. Okay. Um, eventually. Uh, oh, because it was. Yeah. Uh, oh, because when the director wouldn't shoot in Detroit, that's a good good reason to turn down a movie. Yeah, he still follows a long tradition of famous actors turning down major roles. Uh, a s- decision to pass on Sam, uh, Matt Damon passed on Sam Worthington in Avatar. All right. So there's Selick. This is one. Christopher Walken in Star Wars. Wait, we talked about that a little bit earlier because we said his name. Uh, we didn't uh, say Walken, no. I thought I thought you said. Huh, it was somebody else. Oh, okay. Uh, did want, he didn't want to give Harrison Ford the part because obviously he was already in another franchise, but. Yeah. Huh. Where is my <laughs> Wookiee? These, <laughs> these are great. The pictures where they're putting their yeah. faces on there. These are great. I wish you guys could see these. We got to get to the Death Star. <laughs> Death Star. I'm out of here. Uh, we've already Jack talked about that one. That. We've talked about that one. Ah, uh, wow! That are they typecasting just regular? Julia yeah. Roberts supposed to be in the proposal with the Sandra Bullock. So does it go? Yeah, is it does it go Julia Roberts and then Sandra Bullock? Yeah, it's kind of what it's coming up. As. I love that movie, Betty White. That's all right. I like Betty White in it. It was a funny movie. And I like Ryan Reynolds because she was like, "You're rich." He's like, "Again, I could do without Sandra Bullock." So, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in the Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. We're not laughing at that. It's no, just, it's just so what they're doing is uh, this is what what's the website Hollywood.com. Yeah. So Hollywood.com and they're actually putting people's faces on it. So Michelle Pfeiffer is actually on Clarice. I just, I just see the title on this next one. I, I can't wait I to know. see it. Um, it's hard to imagine Clarice Starling being played by other than Jodie Foster, uh, but Michelle Pfeiffer was hot in more ways than one in 1991. So. Uh, it was the first choice to target uh, to tangle with Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> John Travolta and Forrest Gump. We've talked about that, but oh my god, dude! Hurry nice. up and get through this list. I'm not gonna make it. Leonardo DiCaprio and Boogie Nights. <laughs> they just got his face dubbed on Wahlberg's body. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> We've already talked about that one. Yeah, sure. We already talked about yeah. that one. So those are great. Those are like three lists. I know we missed some, but those are some of the biggest, most oh, iconic yeah. movies of all time. So uh <laughs> I can't do get it off that screen because I can't keep looking at the avatar with Matt Damon's face. So um but yeah, that's our list. I mean, I thought think that was uh I th- yeah, I mean that those were a lot of those are a lot of ones I hadn't heard before. Uh, that were really interesting. Some that I had, and then once I've I read a little bit about them, 
you know, really interesting. Oh, I know it. So, um, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but we're going to go out to Queen, Another One Bites the Dust. But before I do, this is a little tidbit right here. The, uh, the, the music video for Another One Bites the Dust was filmed at Reunion Arena in Dallas, Texas. The song also appears in Queen's Greatest Hits album, 1981. The song was used in a preliminary cut of Rocky Three before, yes. before we being placed by uh, um, um, Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. Yep. I, I had heard that. I so, have heard that. So I, I tied it in on together. Yeah. Nice little bow. Well done. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Uh, make sure to uh, check us out uh, on social media. Make sure uh, we appreciate everything that you guys do. Any suggestions, any questions, please let us know. Um, so once again, happy birthday to my wife. RB, anything you got? Happy birthday, Steph. I appreciate it. All right, guys, you have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you next week.